Welcome to the Flourish with Neural Retraining podcast. I'm your host, Madeline Lowry, founder of Twin Cities Neural Retraining and a certified MAP method practitioner specializing in allergies and sensitivities, chronic fatigue, chronic pain, sleep issues, infertility, autoimmunity, and other chronic health conditions. Join me for episode 54, where we will talk with my client, Leah Pandolfi, about her experience with MAP sessions. Hear how she learned about the MAP method from her functional medicine practitioner and why she decided to try it for relationship OCD and anxiety. Listen to her comparison of the MAP method to EMDR, tapping, and talk therapy, and why she recommends MAP for anyone with anything. Now, Lee and I did about seven sessions over 10 months She took about a five-month break after the first four sessions. Her primary interest was resolving obsessive-compulsive thought patterns that made her feel panicky. After three sessions, she reported that when her OCD thoughts were triggered, they were less panic-inducing. And after four sessions, she said her OCD was way less intense. We did a few more sessions on anxiety, anxiety symptoms, and limiting beliefs which, she said, improved her positivity and emotional resilience. As you'll hear, she feels freed from OCD thought patterns and has noticed other physical benefits as well from our sessions. As always, we must disclaim that the information we share in the podcast is for educational purposes only. As MAP method practitioners, we do not diagnose or treat disease. Instead, we work with the person and the personality to optimize health. Now, let's hear from Leah. Welcome, Leah. I'm so excited to have you join me today to talk about your experiences with the MAP method. Yay, thank you for having me. Yeah, I'm so glad that uh, we could find this time to just talk about how um, you heard about this unique method of advanced neural retraining and, you know, just um, what you have observed after having six or seven sessions. Sure. Um, So I just want to let everyone know that Madeline is the sweetest person I've ever met in my entire life. Um, So I'm so happy I get to work with her. Um, I actually heard of the MAP method probably um, about eight months ago, a little, maybe nine, 10 months ago from a functional medicine doctor, Dr. Belcavage. And he's also wonderful. Um, And he suggested that I try the MAP method because his colleague um, actually did the MAP method, I think with you, Madeline, that's how we connected. Um, And so that's how I found out about it. I did some research. Um, I had my 15 minute consultation with Madeline and I kind of just jumped on and wanted to try it. Yeah. So you were working with Dr. Balkavaj uh, for, yeah. I think, um, for some time. Is that right? Yeah. 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 Um, on thyroid issues, right? 
yes, thyroid, PCOS, all the fun hormone stuff. Yeah. And he's a, you know, he's a very well-known physician um, in terms of thyroid function because he has a very, as you said, a functional approach and a a different um, way of viewing thyroid issues. So yeah, that's very interesting. And his colleague, Dr. Kelly Halderman, um, she did work with me and um, we talk about that in in two podcasts, actually. One that's on my podcast, one of my podcast episodes, but the other is with Dr. Balkavage and his podcast. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, that's very nice that, uh, that he um, recommended this method. So yeah. when you decided to give it a go, you know, what were you hoping to resolve with, with this method? Sure. So actually, when I started, I'll just like go back a little bit. When I started working with him, um, it's because I was diagnosed with PCOS when I was, you know, 12 years old, um, thyroid conditions run in my family. Um, so that's why I wanted to see him. I wanted to just, you know, find a more natural way to deal with all these things. Um, and then as we started working together, we like were unveiling things that were coming up. And he noticed that Um, And I obviously noticed that I was dealing with a lot of, you know, emotional mental health stuff. And he said that that can be a huge contributing factor to your physical health. So that's like really why um, I wanted to, you know, come see you. And I I still do regular therapy and, you know, all the all the fun, you know, regular stuff. But this was just like a different method. Um, And the way he described it was just more like impactful. so what I was really dealing with at the time was um, relationship OCD, and that is what I originally wanted to come in and work with, and we definitely did that, and we have done other stuff too. So, you know, it could be for a wide, you know, a- array of things, um, but that's what I wanted to work on, the relationship OCD. Yeah. So maybe you can talk about, um, you know, what you observed, you know, how you observed the, the, the sessions maybe changing your experience around that. Do you kind of remember the first few sessions that we did? (laughs) For sure. The first few sessions were very interesting because like I said, I've done regular therapy and, you know, all the, all that kind of stuff. So it was different. And I've also done EMDR. And I think I mentioned that to you the first time. And you said, it's kind of like it, but not really at all, but a little bit. Um, So I was like nervous because I didn't really have a great experience with EMDR. Um, so you kind of, you know, reassured me that this was a much more gentle, you know, approach, which I was very excited about. Um, but my our first few sh- sessions were very calming. Um, and I like look forward to it. I look forward to, you know, diving into what was going on and then like the after effect of how I felt after um, we had our sessions and even you know, the next day. And I think you mentioned to me that sometimes like after a nice nap or like, you know, a good night's sleep, that's when you really like feel, you know, the effects. So I would love waking up the next day and just feeling like a sense of calm and a sense of like, you know, everything was okay. So that's what I really experienced the first couple of times that we did our map sessions. (laughs) Yeah. And so how do you think it's compared to EMDR? So you mentioned having gone through EMDR. I have actually never done EMDR, but my clients tell me, you know, kind of like you, it's can be a rough experience. How would you compare and contrast these two methods? Sure. 
Um, so they're both, if we're comparing and contrasting, they're both confusing because to the person that's doing it, you don't really know what's happening. Like you don't know what is happening like in your brain and like how the EMDR, the eye movement is working with your brain and how the map is, you know, speaking to your super conscious. So it, it could be, it's very abstract, both of them, like for someone who is not practicing it. Um, but, you know, to like contrast them, the EMDR for me was very like difficult and it opened up boxes of things. This is how like my therapist kind of explained it, opened up boxes of things that um, like weren't ready to be opened or when they were opened, it gives you such a reaction. Like I personally believe that um, when I started doing EMGR in 2016, that it triggered my um, depressive episode that I, I went through because I opened some things and it kind of just like kicks your butt like a little bit. It's, you know, your therapist tells you, you know, to like ground yourself after and like do like all these things after because it's kind of intense. It doesn't feel like it like in the moment, but I guess just like your brain you know it's opening all these things up where the mat method completely different like it is like a gentle situation it is like almost the complete opposite because you feel no like it, it like the emdr was like overwhelming where mat method is not at all like completely different um so that's really what i think the two how they differ so much is that like one makes you feel after like almost like disorganized and like upset and the mat method is very calming and you like you're able to deal with things better I think hmm. if that makes sense <laughs> yeah no I appreciate you you know offering that perspective because I would you talk about the mat method as being the next generation of EMDR or TFT or EFT techniques but you know I often like to say it is it is such a leap beyond that you would not, if I didn't tell you that, you would not know that those were the origins, right? It is. Yes. Yes. It's completely different and it feels completely different. And I've also done the, you know, the tapping. I, I love that. Um, that's just like a great coping skill, but I wouldn't, not that, I just wouldn't feel that it's doing as much as the MAP method you know, experiencing all three of them. That's where I feel like the most is improving for me. I think EFT is more of like, you're in the middle of something like a panic attack or something. And like, you need to like center yourself where like the map is getting to like the root of what is happening. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe you can talk about what, you know, the sessions have been like for you. Um, you know, when you talk about getting to the root of what is happening, you know, how, how, how does that happen in a session? Like, how do you experience that as the client? <laughs> sure. So it's, it can be a little confusing, even to me when it's happening. Um, but, you know, we start off with, you know, I make an appointment because something was triggered or, you know, something happened and I wanted to deal with that. And then by the end of the session, we're talking about something from my childhood completely different and obviously it's all connected but you just like don't realize that you're going to be talking about what happened in kindergarten or you know something like that um so basically like what I've experienced is like I said like you come in with something that you want to like deal with um that you want to process and you know get through 
And then I don't know how to explain it, but things just come up as you're doing whatever you're doing as a practitioner. I don't know what you're doing, but you know, whatever you're doing, um, things will come up and then it could be completely related. It could be unrelated, you know, um, and then we process that and it, you know, continues for a little bit. And that's what I feel is the most beneficial thing. Like it obviously is all connected somehow. And your mind wants you to realize like all this stuff is connected. Um, so that's like what I feel that I like see most happening in our sessions, like all these connections being made and, you know, realizing that it's not just this one thing that's the, the problem. I mean, nothing's really the problem, but you know, what, what you're dealing with, um, it's all connected to past traumas or situations or, you know, whatever it may be. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So you, you, I think you described that very well when you said, you know, with MAP, you feel like we're getting to root causes that maybe yeah. you, you don't, get to in the same way with tapping or with EMDR, yeah. uh, you know, I don't know, but, but I, I do think that the MAP method is all about root causes. With the MAP method, we are working directly with the subconscious mind, right? Unlike EMDR, unlike EFT, there's no need for bilateral stimulation or tapping mm -hmm. on acupressure points. That is, we don't need to do that anymore, right? This is the next generation. The brain can simulate all of that itself. So it's yeah. not necessary, you know, to, to do all these things. And during a session, you're hearing me, you said doing what I do as a practitioner. Well, what I'm doing is I'm kind of connecting in some way, like my subconscious mind and your subconscious mind are connecting so I can get some basic, just basic level of information, I think, from, from your subconscious mind about where we need to take the session. And I'm giving instructions um, you know, you have identified a subject for this session. You have told me how it makes you feel, how strong those emotions are for you. That's how we frame up the subject of the session. And then we, as we go along, I'm offering instructions to your subconscious mind that your subconscious mind is completely free to accept or reject, right? Your subconscious mind is running the show. Um, mm -hmm. And it's your brain that is healing itself. This can be hard for people to understand, but the brain has a self-healing mechanism. And that is what we are using in MAP method sessions. And so as I kind of both get information from you consciously, you know, after each round of instructions, you're giving me some feedback. Oh, this, this memory came up for me, or I felt this, or um, my mind, you know, the words or this image or this mm -hmm insight came to me oh okay so that's you know that's all all that feedback is sort of factored in right and then we start working we start to frame up the next round of instructions and again i'm giving your subconscious mind instructions english language instructions right and you yeah <laughs> exactly what i say um you may not you know we, we have you watch a preparatory video so that you kind of get familiar with some of the vocabulary you know we talk about parts and traumas and emotions and uh, what we call the superconscious, which is really your subconscious mind. Um, we, we have all these like terms that we use, but, you know, during the session, uh, you know, you're hearing what I am saying to your subconscious mind. You may not understand what the instruction is meant <laughs> to you, but 
and, and people have different levels of um, they have different levels of our capacities even you know to 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 register to understand what the mind is doing right so sometimes people tell me oh during you know while you were giving instructions to my subconscious mind i could feel that my brain was working on something but i couldn't see what it was what it is mm -hmm. right? so that's one level of experiencing that the processing that happens with these instructions at another level you know i have very gifted people who say oh you know, as you gave this instruction, this came into my mind. As you gave this other instruction, my mind started to search, you know, like I could see kind of like mm -hmm. this Rolodex or this calendar being paged through and mm -hmm. stopping, you know, on this event, on this date, on this moment. And then the memory, you know, is being, you know, neutralized or people tell me, oh, I saw like a neural net, you know, I saw the the memory we were working with and I saw all the connections to things that happened to me and as a child and in high school and with my family and with friends and past relationships and work and on and on and you know and and the, the network you know grew and I saw all the associations and I saw them all being <laughs> sort of like right reorganized and arranged and you know so people have really different levels of perception of what's happening yeah. People are kinesthetic. They tell me, oh, I felt tingling in my hands. I felt a tightness mm -hmm. in my throat. I felt something in my gut, you know, or I felt tingling in the back of my head. You know, it's just, it, yeah, everyone's different. And even from such yeah. possession, you might feel differently. Does that bring oh, yeah. up memories for you? <laughs> yeah. For sure. And I just want to say, like, all of that can seem like it's very overwhelming. Like, if somebody hears that, like, oh, my God, all this is going to go on. Like, it's not overwhelming, like, at all. Um, so I just want to point that out, because if someone told me that, I'd be like, oh, my God, I need to deal with all that. Like, it it does not feel like it's an overwhelming situation. It feels like it kind of just, like, makes sense, like, why it's happening. Like, you know what I mean? Um, but, yes, yeah, definitely I felt all different types of things sometimes in my mind when you say things um like at an old timey like um airport you know how like they would like change like the flights and like you know all the flaps would like go like sometimes I feel like that happens in my, in my brain and I'm like searching for something um I definitely have like the tingly you know situation definitely sometimes even I'll like fall asleep not it's not like a real sleep but it's like a deep relaxation where like you don't realize that you're awake or asleep um so it really just like depends and you never know what you're gonna get but it, not in an overwhelming sense it's in a it, like exciting this is interesting sense you know yeah um so I I I feel all of that and I'm sure people you know have like you said different experiences and you know we're all different people so we both feel things differently but it's definitely a very interesting you know sensation and thing that's happening but it's not overwhelming so I wouldn't like deter anyone from if they're you know oh I don't know if I can handle that like you can handle that like it's nothing like it's it just means it's working I think <laughs> that's my perspective <laughs> yeah I think yeah so that's right so I think that basically what I want people to get is uh, to understand is that you know even though we're sitting on a zoom video conference like this is how we do sessions right over zoom video conference even though I'm not in the same room with you even though we yeah. are not hooked up to any kind of equipment at all except no. that 
sitting in front of your laptop or your phone on this Zoom video conference that something is happening and you can perceive it in whatever way you perceive it. Yeah. yeah. And I think um, overall, I, I guess the, the feedback that I hear the most is just, I felt, I feel so relaxed or I feel so calm. You know, that is how it, it, most people respond to each round of instruction. Like they maybe feel, you know, have feel more agitated or anxious about whatever the topic is. And then as with each round of instruction, they just feel calmer and more relaxed. Is that fair? Does that sound like your experience? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very fair. Because even like you can go in wanting to deal with something like that you feel like desperately, like I need to deal with this right now. And like you might start at like a 10. And by the time you're done, you might be down to a five or maybe even like a two. It it really is like such an interesting thing that is happening. Um, but yes, like a total sense of like relaxation. And like I said before, really like, a, you don't have to take a nap right after, but a nap or like bedtime, like, and you wake up the next day or after your nap and like, it feels like it's more like ingrained in you, like what happens. Like, I feel like your brain almost needs to like process it a little more. And then you wake up like, oh yeah, like this makes sense. Like this calming, this, this totally makes sense type of vibe that I get. <laughs> Yeah, and so the reason for that is because, you know, during the session, we want you to be in a kind of a meditative state, right? So just relax, eyes closed, breathing slowly, deeply, and gently, right? It's, you're calm um, and focused on what is happening for you. That's all. And, but, um, and, and most of the processing is happening in the session. But I do think that when there are a lot of memories involved, that mm -hmm. subconscious mind will defer some of that to the next time you're in those deeper brainwave states, which is when you are asleep. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so some people do tell me, you know, I felt better, you know, like you talked about, you know, the emotions are at a 10 out of 10 when you come into the session, maybe they're at a five or a three or two by the end. But then people do tell me, well, but the next day when I thought about the same topic, it was lowered still because yeah. more processing happened overnight. Some people even tell me they need two or three days before they feel the full effect of the session. Again, of we're all different. Everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what benefits have you observed from these sessions, you know, emotionally, mentally, physically? Sure. Um, plenty. <laughs> um, Something that I think is one of like the most beneficial things for like my mental health is when you email me the next day or, you know, a couple hours later and you say, okay, these are like the points that we hit and this is what I want you to like reinforce. And I think that, I don't know if this is true or just me in my head making this up, but I just think that like, that, like, like you say, it reinforces like what we did and I think that positively affects my mental health. Um, just reminding myself that, you know, whatever it may be, you know, that I'm strong or I'm resilient or, you know, so many things we've, we've touched on. Um, but just like, you know, we did all that work. And then, of course, things still pop up. Like, that's just part of life, right? Um, and you have those reminders that you give <laughs> that, you know, you need to remind yourself um, after. 
So that's like one thing, like mentally, um, for sure, something that I think positively affects me. Um, also my relationship OCD. Um, that's what I said I originally came to you for. And I am now very happily secure in my relationship. I'm getting married in three months and I could not be more excited. Um, so that's just something that, you know, is a little random thing that has positively, you know, affected me. Um, so yeah, just like mental health, emotional health. I think those are just all things that I'm sure like my physical health too, but it's nothing that I guess like I'm not like going, I'm not working with you on that. So it's not something I would like, like want to see a change. Like, you know what I mean? Um, so it's more like the emotional and, and mental health that I think are always a positive after every session I see, even if it's like a little bit, it's something that you can grab onto and like be like, oh, this works. And it's it's a positive change. So those are the two things that I see most. Yeah. So, you know, you were referred to me by Dr. Balkovich <laughs> and, you know, um, I wonder, have you noticed any improvement in thyroid function? It's so interesting, thyroid function. Um, Cause like, I don't really know about thyroid function because thyroid like your thyroid like pretty much controls like all your hormones like it's crazy I don't know if this is TMI but I do now have like a more regular period um so that is something that I was not dealing with when I first saw him and saw you so that is something that I think one I know stress and emotions and all that stuff affect your period so if I am dealing you know working with you like dealing with all this stuff I'm sure that had a big impact um alongside with what I did with him you know those two things go very well together <laughs> yeah yeah so this is not uncommon this is not the first time I've heard that in fact you know oh. <laughs> another podcast that I recorded with uh Kristen Cornett about map the map method for fertility because like you said when when we are in a stress response the body is geared up to run away from an emergency, right? Mm-hmm. In that state, it's sacrificing all other restorative functions, and that includes hormonal balance. Yeah. You know, that just goes right out the door. Digestion goes out the door, nutrient <laughs> uptake, detoxification, fluid balance, you know, neurotransmitter <laughs> production. I mean, basically everything yeah, every- is jettisoned, right? Because we are trying to survive a life-threatening mm-hmm. threat. That's how the body is wired. And so um, I do think that as we start to lift, you know, these kind of layers, I think we're all kind of multi-layered, right? As we kind of lift these multiple layers of subconsciously held stressors mm-hmm. that are acting on us, that the body starts to come back into its uh, into health because we are spending more, now we can spend more time in the parasympathetic mode, the rest, digest and heal mode, right? So there is more, like more, mm, more functions of the body become, come back online, you know, become more optimized. And so our ability to heal, whether we're talking about wound healing or hormonal balance, which is important for fertility. That's why Kristen and I were talking about that in the, in another, in the other um, podcast episode mm-hmm. or digestion or, you know, anything else it is, it is, um, 
positively enhanced, you know, by resolving subconscious sources of stress. And, and this is the kind yeah. of stress that people don't think about when they are told to, mm. to right, to work on reducing their sure. stress load. Like we just, we think about finances or work or relationships or deadlines or traffic or whatever it is, you know, we, we think yeah, about, <laughs> but we are not aware of the subconsciously held stressors. Does that sound fair? Yeah. I also think that like people don't want to deal with that stuff because it can be painful to deal with. So they just want to almost pretend it didn't happen and they would rather focus on, Oh, well, my job is stressful or, you know, my kids are annoying or like, you know, whatever it may be, but it's really the stuff that is held in and that's the stuff that's affecting you. You know, of course, regular stress affects you, but that's like the deep stuff that you do kind of need to deal with in order to be able to deal with a stressful job or sitting in traffic or whatever it may be. So that's what I, I believe that it is, almost more important to focus on that rather than the immediate stressors and also it's so much easier to deal with immediate stressors than you know who wants to go back and deal with all that stuff that happened in the past and it's painful you don't want to deal with it you know so yeah yeah I think that's true fortunately though with the map method we do have a perfect tool for going back and dealing with it of course <laughs> and that's what you know people spend years and years in therapy I think and which is wonderful and you know everything has its place um but the mat method kind of speeds things up a little bit and is able almost to maybe go into your mind tell me if I'm wrong but go into your mind and find things that maybe you suppress so much that you want to forget about it but your body needs to like heal it so that's you know that's why random things can come up in a session that you haven't thought about in a hundred years because you need to deal with it. Um, am I right about that? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. It's funny because, you know, I, I work with a lot of people who've been through a lot of trauma, right? That's just yeah. the kind of uh, client base that I have because I work with people with chronic health conditions and, and there's, mm -hmm. there's an overlap there. Right. But, um, and so people will come in with lists of all, all <laughs> their big T traumas, right? Yes. Yes. And you know where I'm going with this, right? And then in a okay. session, you know, as, as we explained, you know, we have these different rounds of instruction and the subconscious mind is starting to show you the connections, right? <laughs> Behind whatever, whatever the topic is, whatever the subject is that you seek to resolve. And very often things come up for people that are not on the list of big T traumas. These are yep. <laughs> little T traumas. Right. You know, the criticism you received in, in a preschool for your craft project or whatever. Right. These are small <laughs> traumas, but it's not the trauma itself. It is what your mind decided about it. Right. That mm -hmm. is that's where the limiting factor is. And so even for people who are like, well, I have an ACEs score, adverse childhood experiences score of zero or one, you know, even for the person that is not aware that they've had any um trauma experiences in their life there are there are definitely right there are definitely things that your subconscious mind is holding on to and they're affecting you maybe even your health you know in your present life yeah no for sure um and i just think it's funny because that is what happened um you know our other session where i came in talking about something completely different and I was just like, wow, like, 
you stopped and said, okay, like what came up for you? And I was like, when I was in kindergarten, I, I was doing a project and I cut my, my mitten too small. And my teacher, you know, told me in front of everybody that I have the smallest mitten in class and I'm not a good cutter. And I haven't thought about that in years. Like, what the heck does that have to do with anything? But obviously my brain did something with that memory, you know, and made me feel a way about myself or, you know, something, but I didn't come in and say, Madeline, like we need to discuss what happened in kindergarten. <laughs> like, you know, that didn't happen. So it is funny how like you come in with these big things and then go out with, you know, oh my God, like I didn't even think that would affect me, you know, 20 years later. So it is funny how, like how that happens, but yeah, people, cause people want to also deal with the big traumas, you know, that's what you come in with. That's what you want to deal with. But you need to also deal with, obviously, those little T traumas. Um, that's so funny you say that. My therapist used uh, big T traumas and little T traumas, too. So <laughs> I like that uh, phrasing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, it, yeah it's the big T traumas are the, the ones that we spend a lot of time in therapy, you know, yeah. hashing and rehashing. And, and it's important for people to understand that the programming of that subconscious mind, it's not just about the big T traumas. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have, an, they have an impact, right? I'm not saying they don't. I'm just saying that there is more to it than that. And so with the MAP method, you know, your mind will just take you. I mean, mm -hmm. can you explain what this is like? Like your mind will just take you, you know, to the, the memory or the, I don't know, the incident or the person, right? That you need to resolve. Yeah, no, it, it's crazy. And that's the thing, like you go in thinking one thing and like you come out with other things that obviously need to be processed, but yeah, you don't know where it's going to take you. That's also the fun of the math method. You don't know what is going to be brought up. But again, I just want to like reiterate, none of it is scary. Like none of it feels overwhelming at all. Like it is all like a manageable like thought process that happens it's not like a frightening thing you know that happens mm -hmm. yeah i think we i think we make that it's very um it, it's like the center point of the mat method right we keep stressing how gentle you know mm -hmm. even as we're giving instructions you know we're saying is this going to be safe you know please only treat what's safe and you know please um treat it very gently um and so and like i said it's your subconscious mind that is in charge your subconscious mind that decides how far to take things each during each session some people may you know it, the the pacing so that's the other thing i want people to understand is like the pace or the of how what is accomplished in a session or how quickly you advance or improve or whatever that is all completely set by your own subconscious mind. Mm -hmm. Your subconscious mind is deciding how far to take it. You know what's what will be okay for for you today. So, um, you know, and people are feeling like, oh, you know, why why am I not um, why am I not experiencing the same thing as what I heard on the uh, on, on the podcast episode that I heard? Well, everyone's experience is different because we are all unique. We all have a unique set of experiences, right? Mm -hmm. We all have a different level of sensitivity 
two things that happen to us. Some people are very sensitive. Some people are much more robust. Um, but anyway, your subconscious mind is aware of everything that's ever happened to you yeah. and how it's affecting you. And so it's the gatekeeper. You know, I can't make it happen faster for you. If that's not, for sure. yeah, that's not the role of the practitioner. It is, it is, uh, we are facilitating, we are offering instructions to the subconscious mind and the subconscious mind is doing what's appropriate for you. So your experience is the right experience for you. A hundred percent. And I just, I, you know, for anyone out there who may be frustrated that, you know, oh, like this isn't working fast enough or whatever. It's not working fast enough for me either. I want, you know, to be one session and I'm completely better and whatever, but that's just not, you know, how it is. And it's, I don't, for me, I don't want people to be like, oh, this is like a quick fix, like, you know, or anything like that. This is a tool for me, what I think that has helped me so much deal with all these different things and has given me a little bit of hope that I can deal with it um, in like a gentle fashion. But I have healed many things with the MAT method. Like I said, my relationship OCD and other things like that. But I'm also, we just had a session, you know, a couple of days ago because something else came up. So it's an ongoing process. Um, and I think people, especially with chronic health conditions, um, they suck, you know, and you want to be able to fix them and find something. Um, but kind of just like trusting the process with the MAT method, I think is um a really good suggestion, you know, for people, um, especially people with chronic health conditions and that go through trauma. It's not just a, an easy, quick little thing that you're going to be able to fix. Unfortunately, I wish that, you know, we all had a magic wand, um, but I think it's like an amazing tool and it can help you recover much faster than doing, like I said, EMDR or anything like that. And if it worked for some people, amazing. Like we keep saying, everybody's different, but um, this is what has, you know, I've seen the most uh, benefit with is definitely with the math methods. Yeah. So, um, you know, how, what would you say to someone who has <laughs> never experienced a math method session before? I mean, what would you recommend it for? And, um, you know, what, what advice do you have for someone who's wondering if they should try it? Sure. So it's a loaded question because like I said before, I don't know what happens in it. Like, you know what I mean? I don't know how it happens, how you do it, how my brain does it. I know it just, it just works. Um, anyone that is experiencing anything, um, I know that's really broad, but <laughs> anything, if you are, you know, dealing with a stressful situation in your life, I think that it can help you there. If you're dealing with some type of physical situation, I think that it can help you there. If you have a giant trauma that you can't get over, you know, for me now, what I really am working on is like healing my inner child. That's something that I'm working on. I think a lot of people should be working on. Um, so that's what I'm using it for right now. And, you know, going back and dealing with, like I said, in the kindergarten class or when I was bullied or, you know, whatever it may be, um, that is something that it really helps because it brings all these things up that you obviously need to deal with. Um, so really if you're dealing with anything, um, I think that it's a great method to use. Um, my suggestion for anyone is if you need to watch 
the introductory video before your first session. If you need to watch it before your first three sessions, do it. I think sometimes I still watch it before like a session just because, again, it's confusing and the video gives you, you know, no answers at all. It's just just as confusing, but it kind of like preps your mind. And I think that's what the whole thing is, right? It preps your subconscious and your mind to be able to really grasp onto what's happening. Um, So that's why I like to watch it because I think that it's doing doing something in there. You know, it's it's prepping me for my sessions. Um, So that's something that I would do. And I just want to mention, because I didn't mention this before, our first map session, I watched the wrong video. I don't know if you remember. And I did not watch the right video. Um, And I think I still got some benefit from that session. It was very calming. I felt great. But my second session, I made sure to watch the video. And I can tell you that the, you know, outcome was much greater than the first one. So that's just a little anecdote that that you might want to, you know, mention. Um, Make sure you definitely watch the video. But also, like I said, I still watch it uh, if I need a refresher on on something. Um, So, yeah, that's what I would recommend. Do it for, you know, anything, anything. And it's not, like I said, it's not scary. It's, It's a very calm, gentle thing. So even if you try it once, it's, you know, you're not gonna, nothing bad is gonna happen. It's only gonna help. So those are my suggestions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah, so you talked about the introductory video and, and that's um, it's an important piece to bring up. So everyone, so this is something that's unique to this method as well. Everyone needs to be initiated to the MAP method just once. Yeah. And that just means that we need to take some steps to prime your subconscious mind so it becomes receptive to the instructions that I give in a session or that any certified MAP method practitioner gives. So you watch a 15 minute video. So when you schedule your first introductory session, which is one hour, you get a confirmation email. It has a link to a video with a password. That's how you know you're watching the right video. And there's a password you have to put in. And then you watch this 15 minute video and it, it, it explains how memories help to form behaviors and the personality basically. So it's educational. It gets you familiar with some of the terms we're gonna be using in the session, and it's essential that you watch it through, you know, completely before you come to your first session. You only need to watch it once, but it, there's mm-hmm. no harm in watching it more than once. <laughs> and then you come to the session. Uh, we do a few more preparatory steps at the beginning of the very first session, your very first MAP session ever, and that's it. Then your subconscious mind is now receptive to the instructions I'm going to give. And as you said, there is a big difference between the session where you watch the wrong video and the session where you watch the right video. <laughs> For sure. I definitely felt it, but yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, that's good to know. So if, uh, that, that answers the question. Do I really need to watch this video? The answer is yes. Yes, yes please do. <laughs> <laughs> definitely. <laughs> okay. Well, great. Well, Leah, thank you so much for coming and joining me today, taking your time to share your experiences. This has been really lovely. And I do appreciate everything that you shared with us today about your experiences with the MAPNA. Of course. And, you know, I'm glad if I can help one person, you know, trust in the process. I'm I'm happy I did it. So thank you for having me. Of course. Thanks for joining us for the Flourish with Neural Retraining podcast. 
Please listen again and remember to follow us and leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, or Stitcher. To learn more about health applications of the MAP method of advanced neural retraining, visit our website, mindremapforhealth.com. Until the next time, be well and flourish. Content of this podcast, copyright 2022 by Twin Cities Neural Retraining. Music by Barbara Benn.